Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Now look how he says it. Look at verse 40. You foolish people. Did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? God who made the outside of each person, of course he made the inside, the heart. Sometimes we forget, even in church, that God is more interested in our inside than he is what we look like on the outside. Remember, character before what we do. Being before doing. It's so easy to make a character judgment based on someone's appearance, isn't it? And when someone does the right thing, we automatically assign a value to them, don't we? Pastor Mark has been teaching from the book of Luke where Jesus is having to deal with fake people. They do all the right things, but as Jesus will expose, their hearts are far from God. We need to be careful not to take on the same attitude, doing what people expect, so that they think more highly of us than they ought. We need to allow God to change us from the inside out. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark with part three of his message, Reactions to Jesus and His Claims. You see, a person in spiritual darkness cannot see God for who he is. They think he's an angry God. They, they think he's, they have no idea what God is. A person in darkness cannot see their future. And they can't have any idea into the next world. A person in darkness can't grasp the meaning and purpose of life. It just doesn't have any purpose to them. And a person in life simply can't do life right. So Jesus says, no, 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 there's a healthier way. Open your spiritual eyes. And he tells us how. Look at it in verse 36. Therefore, if your whole body is full of light, and where does light come from? From the scriptures, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Therefore, if your whole body is full of light and no part of it is dark, it will be just as full of light as when the lamp shines its light on you. Now, Jesus is encouraging them to open their spiritual eyes. I want us to read this together. We're going to read it out loud. Here we go. Everybody, out loud. That's out loud. Here we go. Jesus speaking. I have come as a light to shine in this dark world. Stop for a moment. Which world? The world we're living in right now. So that all who put their trust with a sign, no sign, 
All that put their faith in me, all that put their trust in me, finish it with me, will no longer remain in the dark. See, once I repent and believe, the light comes on. Now I know who God is. He lives inside of me. It changes everything. That which was dark, that person with no purpose, now sees what life's all about. It isn't about stuff. It's about people and God and things. You say, well, Pastor Mark, where does that, how does my spiritual eyesight get healthy? Here's what you want to write down. God's word and the Holy Spirit enable our eyes and our lifestyle to be spiritually healthy. As I'm in the word, all of a sudden, that word through the Holy Spirit convicts me, corrects me. Gets me on the right path so I can see how to do life. If you're not in the word of God, you're not going to be spiritually healthy. Man does not live by physical bread alone, but every word that comes from the. Remember, Jesus said, I haven't hidden myself from you. Can I tell you something? Here in our churches, we're known for teaching the word of God. We're not perfect. We're far from it. But I want to say to you this morning... Any pastor that preaches from this pulpit will never hide the word of God from you. We will tell you like it is. This morning, sometimes it's a little difficult, isn't it? It's going to get more difficult. I shouldn't have said you that. Lock the doors, would you please? How many know we need to be corrected sometimes? See, the word of God is powerful. Sharper than any two edges. It goes right there. And it gets us. So Jesus is going to go. He's moved from sign. He's moved from light. And let's see how many of you can shout it. What's the third one? Inside. Inside. Where are you sitting this morning? Inside. Okay, good. Now take a look. Verse 37. When Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee, these are the Jewish people, religious leaders, invited him to eat with him. That's a shock in itself. But see, they were going to try to test him. You know why Jesus went and visited them? Because he was a friend of sinners. Don't be afraid to have lunch with sinners. Hello, that's what we were. And you don't have to drink and do weird things. You can just be with them. Let your light shine. You'll be invited to lots of parties. And they're going to party. I'm better than them. You're no better than them. The only reason you're going to heaven is because Jesus is in you. Go to the party, drink a Coke, and smile. Give them a card. There you go. Okay, now. When Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him to eat with him. So he went in, which shocked him, and reclined at the table. But watch this. The Pharisee was surprised when he noticed that Jesus did not first wash before the meal. See, the Jewish people, look at me, they were into clean. Big deal in the Jewish law. These religious leaders had taken the truth of the scripture and everything became external. It wasn't about anything inside. It was all external. They'd forgotten the inside of the person, which is the heart, the real person. They just ignored it. Then watch what happens. I'm sure they're complaining. You didn't wash your hands. You didn't wash your hands. Look what Jesus says in verse 39. I love it. He didn't wash his hands. He just talks to him. Then the Lord said to him, now then, you Pharisees, clean the, say it with me, the outside of the cup and the dish, but, say it with me, inside 
You're full of greed and wickedness. Now, how would Jesus know that? Because he's God. Let's say after this service today, you go out to lunch. And you sit down for lunch, and they bring you the silverware and whatever. And you've ordered a meal, and you get a cup that looks like this. How many are asking for another cup? How many are just leaving the restaurant altogether? With the egg on the fork as well. By the way, if you go with me some places overseas, you'll be glad for a cup. It doesn't matter what the suckers in it. But Jesus had a point. He says, the outside of that cup looks beautiful. You're religious. You're holy. The people love you. All your clothes are fitted perfectly. You look like this. You're beautiful. Look at that. It's fantastic. But look inside. Is it Pesselberg? This has no relevance at all to me. Yes, it does. Because the Bible says that David said to God, examine my heart. I can't even see what's in there. You see, there's a lot of things that we have in our life that God needs to correct. And we look good on the outside. If I say the word this morning, worry, guaranteed, something came to everybody's mind. We all are human. We live with worries. Can I hear an amen? amen. Something came right down. That's the inside of the cup. But God has a solution to clean the cup. You remember what the solution is? He says in the book of Philippians, worry about nothing. Uh-oh. But pray about everything. Right now, he's cleaning your cup and mine too. We're human. We need to be reminded. Does worry get us anywhere? No. It just makes us more miserable. And we all have things coming every single day that we worry about. So sometimes we have to look inside and say, God, help me. Clean my cup. Now, he goes on, and I think it's so amazing. He says to these people, you're nothing really but hiding. You're hypocrites to the people. Now, why was Jesus so direct to these religious leaders? Why did he say, look at your cup? Because of this. Look at this amazing verse. James chapter 3. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. For we who teach will be judged more strictly. The reason Jesus was into their face, because the religious leaders were people of influence. They were hypocrites. They were not models to follow. The Bible says the blind lead the blind and they both fall in a ditch. Leaders are people of influence especially spiritual leaders. Now, there are no perfect spiritual leaders. But I can tell you, the elders and pastors, I've been around many of them, some of them 23 years. We're far from perfect, but we're men of character. You can trust us as long as we are following Jesus Christ. And you'll know that if we're not. But we're far from perfect. But he was saying to these religious leaders, You all look like you're perfect. 
and you're leading people away from God instead of to God. He was so angry at that. Parents, you're people of influence. Are you leading your children to God by your lifestyle or away from God? You see, on the outside, the cup looks good. And your kids get a certain age, they never go back to church again. Because they saw what happened in the home or at work. Now, sometimes it was perfect at home. The kids made the wrong decision. But can I remind you this morning, we're all people of influence. People are looking at our lives. And Jesus says, you guys are supposed to be the religious ones leading people to God. And everything about you is the external That's not the real you. That's just the picture you give. It's external. God wants to look at your heart. Now, look how he says it. Look at verse 40. You foolish people. Did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? God who made the outside of each person? Of course he made the inside, the heart. Sometimes we forget, even in church, that God is more interested in our inside than he is what we look like on the outside. Remember, character before what we do. Being before doing. So many people in churches, they rate charisma of the teacher or the pastor before the character of the pastor. No, you want the character first. It doesn't matter about the other. It isn't our gifting that changes anything anyway. It's the truth of God's word. Now, I want us to read this together. You know this, but sometimes it's good for us to just read it together as a campus. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at... Mm -hmm. See, if we went through the scanner today, we look perfect from the outside, baby. You guys look good, actually. Thank you for showering and all the rest of the stuff that you do. The person next to you is saying, praise God right now. Thanks for looking sharp. But we come to church sometimes for God to take a look inside. What's happening? You're still looking for a sign? You can't trust me with this? You've trusted me your whole life. What's wrong with you? Light. Well, that's for somebody else. No, no, no. You are the light of the world. And Jesus says, hmm, the same one that made the outside of you, hmm, he's the one that already made the inside. That's where I look. That's where I look. And then he's going to give them a solution. See, if the inside is right, guess what happens to the outside? It changes. Watch what he says. Look at verse 41. But now as for what is inside you, be generous. To the poor. See, they were always trying to get money. And everything will be clean for you. Here's the way I want you to write it. Examine your heart, my heart. Be clean from the inside out. And eventually, that will prove itself. You will be known as a person. Not perfect, but a person that is real. All we ever want to be is a person that's real. We know we're all imperfect. When you go to get an air conditioning job or somebody to fix your car, whatever, all you care about is somebody gives you a fair price and they know what they're doing and they're real. That's all people are looking for today. 
There's so many hypocrites that call themselves Christians. But we all sometimes are hypocrites. Just with the card again. Well, I'm not going to hand that out. God is saying, really? You have a heart for me? You're supposed to love me and your neighbor as yourself. Come on, get a card, pray, whatever. So Jesus says, quit keeping up with public appearances. Look great, that's fine. But actually your private world, publicly, you look fantastic privately. Mm, If people knew, by the way, God knows. He looks at our heart. First be cleansed from the heart by repentance, and then your outward behavior will become acceptable, matching the real you. Focus on loving God and loving people from the heart rather than rules and regulations. We're so glad we don't have to live by all those external things. You didn't wash your hand, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you didn't do that, all the external stuff, and the heart is totally empty and void of God. Now, I'm going to do two things at the end. Don't want you to put your stuff away. We've got time. I'm going to read a passage from Romans chapter 12. And we're all going to kind of this morning at the end, we're going to just stand together and ask God to minister to our heart in those three areas. Faith, I need greater faith this morning. Light, I want to be light, Jesus. I want to shine for you. God, clean up that area in my life that just isn't right today. And this comes out of the Message Bible. You can't do doctrine from it, but it it really speaks to us very often. It's long. I want you to see it. I'll read it to us together. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. How many glad God's helping you this morning? Everything I said to you this morning, you can't do by yourself. But God is at work in me and you this morning, unless you're not a Christian, and we'll talk to you in a moment. See, here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life. What kind of life do you live? ordinary, every day. He says, whatever you're doing, sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, place it before God as an offering. I remember a Bible study I did a long time ago. You know, the offering bags that go by, she made a big sucker like this for me. And you know what I did for an illustration? Because this is what God wants. I got in the offering bag. But you know what I did? I left my wallet outside. That's what a lot of people do. Do you know that? Well, God, you can have me, but you ain't going to have my wallet. My friend, everything you have is from God. So I used to get in there, and I did that for an illustration. Because what does God want? He's, of course he wants your wallet, because he knows then you trust him with it. But is he interested in your wallet? No, he's interested in you. Notice, place it before God as an offering. That's what we're going to do in a moment when we raise our hand. God, I just give myself to you, all of me, inside, outside, the good, the bad, the ugly. I just give it, help me. Then he goes on. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. He's so good to us. He's a good, good father. And we just need to give it back to him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. What were the religious leaders doing for the image of God? They were making God look bad. He says, no, be real and make me look like I am a good God. Look at the next page. Instead of the world 
trying to keep up with the world, trying to be like the world, trying to accumulate everything because that's where life is. No, 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 life doesn't consist in a bunch of stuff. Instead, fix your attention on God. Let's read this together. You'll be changed from the inside out. Don't you like that song? Change me on the inside. Change me on the inside. That's what God's after because that's where he's looking. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. The longer I'm a Christian, if I'm maturing, the quicker I repent when I'm convicted. If you still make lots of excuses when you're convicted, you got a lot of growing to do. I've learned when God convicts me, quit the excuses, just repent. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. Wow. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. You are people of influence. God's crazy about you. He's saved you to use you. You're indispensable to him. And all he's trying to do is get us on the same page that he's on. And that always comes by submission. God, you've spoken to my heart today. I just submit my life to you. I offer myself. He could demand it, but he never does that. You have to offer yourself to God willingly because he's a good, good father. Now, before we stand, I'm going to do one thing. There's people here. You've never repented. You've never asked God to come into your life. You're walking in the darkness. You've never said to God, I'm sorry for my sins. I want to begin this. Maybe you've been a doubter. Maybe you've been a person that says, I need some signs. I gave you signs this morning. By the way, there's another sign that's happening in your life. Look at me. The Holy Spirit has been speaking to you the whole service. You're going like, Who, who's that speaking to me? That's God. That's God. Because he loves you. His son died for you. So I'm going to ask this morning, just before we all stand and just pray that closing prayer. If you'd like to pray a prayer with me this morning, I want you to moment when our heads are bowed and everybody's praying. Just raise your hand like this and say, Pastor Mark, just keep it up so I can see it. And then I'll just pray a quick prayer with you. If you believe, if you have faith, and pray the prayer and ask God to change your life, you'll walk out of this building a changed person forever. Maybe some of you used to walk in the light, but you've, well, the world squeezed you into its mold. You need to come home this morning. You raise your hand and say, I need to make a, a recommitment to following Jesus Christ. Let's bow our heads right now. Christian, you're praying. Father, thanks for your light this morning, your word. It is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. It's powerful. It changes us. And I know there's people here that are in that spiritual warfare of deciding, am I for him or against him? Well, if you're for him, you need to take a stand for him. And that means repent and believe and join and follow him. Jesus was harder on the Pharisees and Sadducees than anyone else because they were the religious leaders. As Pastor Mark said, this is a warning to any of us in leadership to keep our relationship with God straight. We want our example to be an encouragement to those who look to us for guidance. We also don't want to give room for sin in our lives. Maybe you're listening right now and God has placed a certain person on your heart that needs to hear this message. Or maybe you'd like to share it with all of your friends. 
there's a simple way to share this message. Log on to Lessons for Living Radio and click on the radio program option in the main menu. There, you'll find the Lessons for Living media player. In the Messages tab, simply click on today's date. Then you can share today's message directly on your Facebook page, Twitter feed, or send a link via email. You can even embed today's message directly. Again, to share today's message with friends and family members, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Click on the radio program button, then simply click on today's date. You'll find all the options to share. This ends another message by Pastor Mark. He wanted to remind us that Jesus intended for his followers to continue his work, being a beacon of hope to all around them. Jesus wants us to be positive influences to people wherever we are. As Pastor Mark has been teaching us, we need to do what we do because of who God has made us on the inside. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. And together, let's do life right. In a hurting world, a new hope he is given.